What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View Podcast. This is the Sopranos wrap-up podcast. I guess not a wrap-up. It's already been wrapped up. It's been wrapped up for (laughs) 15 years. Thereabouts, yeah. About 10 to 15 years. We're reviewing here. We're looking back at the Sopranos season three. We're talking about episodes three and four. Now, last week, I guess, yeah, I guess, or earlier this week, you said that you, I'm, by the way, I'm Trey Mitchell, and this is Travis Mejia. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, Trey. I'm glad, yeah. uh, I'm glad we're doing this today. I'm very happy about it. I'm happy too. We're doing it on time. I'm not yeah. telling you, I, I need a, I need another, another hour. <laughs> I need another uh, hour and 43 minutes, please. Thanks. Yes. I need to watch the episodes. Uh, <laughs> usually why? Because <laughs> I'm doing something and then. Saturdays are oddly busy for me. I agree. So, like, I get off from the Cirque du Soroy show. Oh, and yeah. And I pretty much uh, prep for this thing. Do you do a lot thing. of producing for that? Uh, less this week, the last couple weeks, I would say, as both mm-hmm. Cirque brothers have been in studio and I have been at home. So, mm. yeah, less less work the last couple weeks. But I do still have to make the little montage and that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have the Bad Radio Weekly Wrap-Up every week to do, and that takes a little while in the morning, and then, you know, stuff. Stuff happens. Uh, But we're talking about The Sopranos. We're talking about episodes three and four of season three. Mm -hmm. Now, on this this episode three, because last week, or I guess earlier last week, this week, you said (laughs) that things just run together, don't they, man? Quarantine. Can't tell what day it is. Okay. <laughs> I'll have that. Sure, yeah. I said before. I probably did say something like that. You said last week that I'm just gonna say last week that uh Okay you didn't <laughs> last quite ep- you didn't that. quite like the third episode that much. No, I said that I didn't like the second episode as much. Okay. I liked the third. Yeah. Okay. No, the second episode I didn't like quite as much. The only thing in this one that I don't like is Janice. Mm-hmm. Janice drives me insane, and she's, she's still bit, driving me insane. She's a bit much, but I don't know. I don't think she is as annoying as some other characters, and just in general. Yeah. But yeah, she is. She's a lot. So like Janice, the thing with her is, is I like she's very, 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 very annoying. And it's it may just be that I don't know yet, but I just don't know what purpose that she's serving other than being annoying at this point. And I kind of, when we get to episode four, I have another character that I'm really not sure what purpose he's serving other than being annoying. Are uh, you talking about Ralphie? See if you can guess it. Who's right? Ra- no, no, not not Ralph. Much more minor character. Okay. Minor yeah. character. That's annoying. Yeah. And he's, he, he resurfaces in the fourth episode. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I was just watched it and now I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, is it, oh, is it, is it, um... I feel like you're close. Melfi's husband? Like yes, it is! 
Well, I guess you kind of have to have him in there. Like, I do think... you? Because like he's kind of echoing what her therapist is saying, and they have they're... her son that he or she has a relationship with. Like but he could have filled a lot. Too, of that. Right? Yeah, but they're, they've been separated. No, no, they got back together. Yeah, for this episode. Like this episode was when they got back together. They do kind of echo the same thing, but I think you yeah. also have. He kind of speaks for the Italian-American backlash the show probably got. I think he kind of is the mouthpiece for that. or the mouthpiece. But I think for he's like, perpetuating it by bringing it up every time he's on screen. Oh, 100%. Yes, 100%. He's obsessed with this image, and he, it shouldn't bother him that much. He, he's very insecure with his own identity, and he's, you know, it's like, it's like me whenever I see a bad story about, like... I'm not saying this is my identity at all, all right? right? But in a very minor, similar way, anytime I see a story about fraternities doing something bad, I groan. I'm like, oh, no, not again. Sure. Because it, it's like another bad story that makes doesn't make me look bad because yeah. I know who I am. I know people know who I am, but you just don't like to see it. You hate to see it. Right? You hate to see it. No, I, <laughs> and I hear all that. It. I just, I feel like we could have a calm the same things without him in this episode and he just sure. kind of returned for the um let's see i think did i write anything specific down about that i don't think i did exactly uh, he, he it was, was mostly just, just uh, I, it was a lot of just yeah, I just about, think, hey you need to dump tony you need to dump soprano yeah. and yeah kind which is just thing. an uh, yeah same thing as the therapist but and they're not i mean it's not like they're that affectionate they're mostly like griping at each other the entire time yeah I just feel like we could have accomplished that with the ther with the therapist and her son rather than having the three in there. And he's just kind of a dweeb, so. <laughs> well, they're all kind of dweebs. That yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. Yeah. They're all a bunch of little dweebs. Fake Agreed. Bill Hader. <laughs> Agreed. But let's not, yeah, fake Bill Hader. Let's not get too deep into the weeds on uh, episode four because I do want to, I want to talk about that episode. Yes, there's a lot to talk about. You know what? This is probably a great episode just to have two because... Yeah, that up ep the episode. Uh, I saw the I saw I didn't realize this was season three. I did I forgot. I remember that episode specifically because that's one of the big ones. But I forgot where it was. And when I saw Employee of the Month, I'm like, oh, okay, we're about to do this one. Yeah, kind of uh, same for me. Like I like I said, th we're getting pretty close to where I stopped watching. I want to say I made it through season three and maybe watched a view at the beginning of season four so we're getting uh -huh. close to the end of my recollection but i do remember this episode quite clearly but i did not know it was coming up and it, yeah the uh the title did not tip me off oh really okay so you yeah knew no about, you i was very surprised name of it was no i thought it was a little deeper into the season like okay. i knew it was this season and i knew it okay. was coming but i thought it was further in yeah i i, I guess i'm the opposite because i i didn't I didn't remember what season it was, but I remember the title. I remember everything that happened. I remember, mm -hmm. I remember because he was the employee of the month, and that's why it was called employee of the month. Right. Anyway, exactly. we're not. We're gonna talk about. We're on three. three. We're doing three. See, look, yes. man, this is what happens when you don't watch the correct amount of episodes. Mm. The episode prior, we get stuck on the episode we <laughs> should be on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so episode three is sort of about another one, sort of about sons and fatherhood and and how sons sort of project off their dads wanting yep. their father figures we have a, who do you perceive to be the fortunate sons in this episode well chris aj yep. and uh what's his name um jackie 
Jackie Jr. No, that Jackie's yeah. dad. I'm starting to get kind of confused by all the names in this show. I am too a little bit. I'll throw yeah. uh young I'll throw young Tony into this fortunate sons thing too. Oh yeah, young Tony as well. Yes, definitely. He's he's one of them. And man, did they pick an actor who looked just like AJ, had the same mannerisms. It was perfect, you know. Yeah, no, he, he was, was he was it was great. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a little fluffier than AJ, but probably well, closer Tony, to yeah. season 1 AJ. But also, yeah, I I wonder a little younger. Well, I wonder like how what they can do with like kids and weight gain and loss. Like, cause I know you mm-hmm. can tell an adult actor, but there's probably rules against that with like a, a child actor. Like, hey, we need you to Boy. look. I don't know. I wonder like there what may they be now for that character. You know? Yeah. Because like you yeah, can no, get they're... like a hey, we need a chubby kid, but if you're if you're a kid, I don't know. Like, cause like you know, I'm gonna bring up Lost, Hurley. Like, did they did they was cast there a for a chubby guy? They, well, they could cast him for him but do they have in the contract you need to lose weight to keep this realistic or is that yeah. like a ethics thing or i don't know um well based on stories from hollywood i don't think that there is an ethics thing about weight and if there yeah. is it's certainly not uh not enforced on those that are trying to get ladies to lose weight yeah yeah so no, my guess is true. is that some child has been told that they're way too fat and they need to lose weight, or they're I way too skinny, happened, yeah. and they need to gain weight. I bet you that's happened. For sure. But I, it doesn't Defin- really It definitely has happened. I don't know that it still does, though. Because I know they told um, James Gandolfini, I forget what season it was, but he lost a lot of weight, and they told him to mm-hmm. gain some weight because we don't want skinny Tony Soprano. And yeah, and they probably killed him that doing was, that. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. It probably did kill him. Didn't not help. Heavy breathing. No, it did not help. Didn't help. No. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the beginning of this episode was... I really liked it, and you, you mentioned it last week. Yes, the beginning of this episode was really good, and I love the little winks and nods it gave to Goodfellas with the uh-huh. uh, Christopher saying to um, Adriana, you've seen too many movies, because she's like, oh, I'm really... I don't know, I have a bad feeling about this. You're, you're all dressed up going, and go, hey, you're you're... You watch too many movies, and then it kind of mirrors the Sopranos scene with him. Yeah, or not the Sopranos. It mirrors the Goodfellas scene. Like it's kind of shot just like that. And right, meets, and then I, I also and... they they hammer that home pretty hard because like even though Christopher is telling Adriana like, hey, you've watched too many movies. This is this is happening. This is a good thing. She's He's... still you know by the time he gets there he's like boy i'm not sure if i'm getting hit or not and then they yeah. t- they tell him he's been watching too many movies. Yeah, I I like that. Like, that was a good. You know, like we mentioned, there might have been too many references, but that was a good one. Like, and, and that actually fits yeah. his character too, because he's obsessed with Hollywood and movies and stuff. Right. And so he definitely has that in the back of his mind. That for sure. What if this is a setup? I've yeah, seen Goodfellas. We... Well, and then like he gets there, and they have him sit in the front seat with Paulie sitting directly behind him. Like they're yeah. they're uh, they're playing along. They're, they're probably fucking the around with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Chris might get his balls busted just about more than anybody else. Oh, definitely, because he's he's the young guy. You he's know? the youngest. He's, yeah. he's the young kid. The guy to bust his sure. balls. Yeah, and he does. He does a, and it's funny. It's it's sort of a, a commentary on kind of get what you ask for. He kind of gets in over his head with the bookie stuff. It's maybe mm-hmm. not going the way he wants it to go, you know, and. It's 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 it gets uh, young Jackie. It's like any promotion. It's more work right. than you actually know that it is. Right. There was always like more you, that when goes you want, them. like when you want this new job, whatever it may be. Like 
you're in it for the like status and the title, but you're and mostly, you know, not not everybody, but like a lot of times the actual work that goes into doing that job kind of eludes people until they have to do that job. Right. Right. What do you think about the ceremony? Like the actual ceremony. The actual ceremony. I I thought it was interesting. I wonder how real that is. Same. You know, um, it was interesting. You like know, I've, the, been and I've been who's through. I've been through. Is it Is Polly that? Is that the actor that was actually in the mob? Like it was like mob adjacent. Yes. yes See, was. I wonder how like how much insight he has into those sorts of things to like give them notes. Yeah, I. Because I don't know. Um, I'm sure David Chase has a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of knowledge and stuff from people who have, you know, turned. And I'm sure there's a lot of information you could find out there on that stuff. Yeah, my guess is that the uh, Favreau episode is not that far from reality. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. There's there's probably plenty of people who, you know, can tell you. I mean, I've been through initiations before and wasn't anything like that. <laughs> No, no pricking fingers or anything. Okay, were there any ravens hanging out in the the window pane while you no were doing ravens, your ceremony? But no we ravens. Have, okay. Uh, Polly and uh, and Christopher are two most superstitious ca- right. uh, characters, you know. And uh, you see the raven, bad almond for Chris, and it seems to be uh, not going well with the with the gambling stuff. Yeah, and I I I, I really enjoyed the. Uh, like the passing of the sports book from Polly to Chris. And then I also really enjoyed like, you know, he came up short and then Polly's like, man, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bust your balls too much on this, but like, I'm going to need what you owe me and some interest. Yeah. Just, and I, did you find the, uh, the heisting, the school a little tense with the guns? Yeah. The- like it, it felt like uh, it felt like something worse was going to happen, or something yeah. worse that was going to come out of that. Yeah. And then uh, Jackie pisses the car, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know that he's really made out for this whole no, thing as badly so as either. he wants it. Yeah. Does he get whacked at the end? I think. Boy, he gets, I, I think, don't know. Yeah, he gets killed. Yeah. My um, guess is yes. But he seems like he seems like a younger, smarter version of Chris, who is gonna like. Kind of be a wild about card. Smarter, but well, I mean, he's in college. He's got a chip on his shoulder, you know. For sure, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that gets that gets shown off in this episode when the, he runs into Chris at the pizza place right after yeah. uh, the ceremony. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> which of course leads Tony to talking to Jackie. Which that was a fun scene too. Mm-hmm. He kind of yeah, like what you said. He kind of uh, goes out and says, "I didn't kill your uncle," and um, you know, Richie is a witness protection. No one knows mm-hmm. what really happens with Richie, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he kind and of, I guess and, in, in episode two was like, was Jackie already pretty? Like, he was sort of anti Tony even yeah. in the last season. Like you know, yeah. he was, you know, he, he was, was upset what he Richie. was doing to yeah, exactly yeah. So he was kind of anti Tony there. I will say this kid does have a tough uh, a tough draw on who his father figures are. Right, he does. Yeah, it's not been not been very good. Not great. Not the mm-hmm. and uh, Ralphie's not doing fantastic himself. No, no. I, I like that actor though. That's a good character, oh, he's Ralphie. Great. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's really great. 
He's definitely a wild card. He's, and he, I like the, you start to see the hint of the, the whole gladiator thing coming up in yep. the fourth episode. That was yep. fun. I'm trying to look at my notes here. Uh, I do like that AJ and Jackie. Jack, a, Jackie is AJ. You can see that Jackie is maybe AJ in a few years if things don't yeah. turn a certain way. Um, sure, yeah, I could see that. I think, you know, AJ never gets into the mob, but definitely um, kind of law. They they both know their limitations on academia. Mm-hmm. They are kind of lost, don't really have any direction, and kind of angry. They're probably what happens when a child of a mobster doesn't want their child to go to the mob. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, like I think traditionally in these type of families, uh, it's kind of you know family business type of thing, and especially think, when the business is the mob and they're talking so much about family that if that's yeah. not really the direction you're being pushed, you would probably have a difficult time trying to figure out what it is you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Football um, probably ain't gonna be it for AJ though. He was good until he. He got a fumble recovery. Out. I got yeah. a fumble recovery in my first scrimmage too. I'm not in the NFL. Yeah. I like. Uh, I do enjoy slow down Tony Soprano yelling. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> my God, he looks like fucking Fred Flintstone. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he kind of. If they hadn't gotten John Goodman to do that uh, live action Flintstones, uh, yeah, he might have. He might have worked out pretty well. Uh huh. Yeah, he's a. Uh, that was great. Seeing him yell, my <laughs> God, so I, want, and happy. I want that on And then loop. this is, uh, I guess this is where he has the the Nintendo. See, I told you, he was just he just said he wanted to go play, play Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, and Tony yeah. was like, hey, throw that at the window. It's like, hey, <laughs> just wants to play Nintendo. Yeah, so AJ, we can, this kind of goes into maybe um, the Tony stuff at the end with the Gabagool and I guess Janice mm-hmm. and the whole Russian. Which I don't know if we like, talked about this last week, but Gabagool, for everybody who doesn't know... Is Capicola? It is Capicola, but it's it's just it's weird. Um, and even Melfi says the Gabagool, yeah, <laughs> which is great, the Gabagool. And yeah, so AJ acts very weird in this episode, and I didn't really know exactly. I don't know exactly what they're trying to do. I think it's just I think he is so. And I think the stems also maybe from Tony kind of teasing him, maybe at, when he was younger, mm-hmm. maybe. But he just, and I think it has a lot to do with just hereditary stuff with, with you know, Tony having panic attacks and, and depression. And then, you know, he is very unsure of himself. He's very... Well, and remember aloof. at the beginning of uh, beginning of the season, he was, you know, talking about, like, life's meaning and stuff like yeah. that. That was last so, season, like, there, yeah. was it at the Was it at the end of last season? Yeah, in beginning of last season, yeah. It wasn't at the beginning of last season. When he was all Nietzsche, Nietzsche, or... The, the whole thing with him. Remember? Because that was, uh, yeah, beginning of l- last season. Because he sure? talked to Pussy about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe you're right. Well, yeah. he was smoking and being weird in the first mm-hmm. episode. They've been playing this up for, for three or four episodes now. They have, um, yeah. He's, he's you know, he's, he's an aloof kid. Um, probably isn't very sure of himself. Uh, you know, he goes, visits... Mel, uh, Meadow in college, and Meadow still is not talking to Tony because he's racist. Though, I tell you, definitely... I, I cracked up, 
in the doctor's uh, when he was talking to Melfi. <laughs> this is kind of uh, gay. That was um, laugh out loud funny. Yeah, it was really, really funny. But they are definitely in this season playing up uh, intolerance bigotry, yeah. of others. Yeah, uh, they bigotry. Are. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly the note that I have written down because like yeah. in the next episode we've got some. Uh, let's see. Ralphie has some pretty good racist singers as well. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, just in really general, didn't... not even just Tony, just in general. It was more underlying <laughs> in the first two seasons, and it's more blatant mm-hmm. this season. His it's, sort of outward. Hit the nail on know. the head. Yeah, they are. They're kind of just saying it now. Uh, that he's sort of a, a bigot. Um, this is a good time to get into the the Melfi the, yeah. the doctor's office though, because it's kind of the last last deal, and it's almost the biggest out of the entire episode. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> Tony gets panic attacks because his mom got off on meat. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. She's just yeah. the only time she's really happy is when there's fresh meat in the house. <laughs> fresh meat. Big and hunking s- chunks of meat. That was a sort of gross. Her cutting that meat. It was a little gross. I mean, it, I don't know. Maybe because of just what it kind of represented at that moment, it was gross. They made it look gross. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, it didn't look appetizing for sure. No. Yeah. So the whole deal was Tony passes out when he's eating the meat. He's grilling when he's eating the gabagoo. And he kind of has like a, a remembrance of when he was a kid. I'm sure that was a different actor. It did look like a different actor. It looked, I think it was a better, better looking actor that looked more like Tony than the other actor they used okay better looking actor is a weird way to phrase it but you know what i mean sure uh, that, yeah it uh, looked more like like tony and aj i think it looked more believable yeah um, i agree i agree and he acted like them too he and, did and uh the let's see so we did not let's see did he i guess did he have the is this when he had the the, the finger chop off or the was finger that chop last off, episode? You know, that was this episode. So the, it was this um, episode. Okay. Finger chop off. It was a guy who owed him money is. You yeah. Know, Satriel the, is the, yeah. the, the, the dude Satriel. Yeah. And you know, I thought it was, uh, I thought they casted young junior perfectly. That guy looked just like junior. That guy's uh, great. And I, yeah. has it the same young junior as we. It probably guess, was. was at the beginning the of last season? It's probably the same dad. It's the same dad as well. So it's probably the same guy. Yeah, you know? probably. Um, and that guy's perfect. He's the best young version of anybody on the show. Yeah. I don't think the dad's very strong, but they kind of they have to kind of keep continuity, you know? Yeah, and they got kind of just kind of a, a you know, a gangstery looking guy. Was that the same actress who played the mom as last season? She looked different. Uh, seems like it, like it was, kind of, yeah. but, I mean, just skinny and... You didn't get a real good look at her. Like, you, I don't no. know they had a close on her face last year last season yeah maybe not um but so yeah pretty much he's they're at the deli they chop this guy's finger off and then they go home and he brings home the he sits tony down and pretty much tells him hey i was impressed that you didn't run most people would run don't ever gamble gambling's bad for degenerates it pretty much he's grooming him to be in the mob He's right. kind of grooming him to like take his place, which is the opposite of what Tony is doing with AJ. Tony right, does not and I want think AJ. it shows great contrast between the two, because yeah. even though even though Tony still has tons and tons of respect, and like, I mean, compared to his mother, <laughs> dad was doing pretty well. Um, but you can just you can tell that he doesn't want to do the same thing, same thing, same. 
he doesn't want to act the same way as his dad or raise his children the same way as his parents raised him. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I worded that the way I wanted to word it, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a really nice contrast, and it, it apparently is rampant throughout their generation because it seems that Jackie, his best friend, was doing the same thing with Jackie Jr. Right. And then kind of interesting. As well. Pussy as well, and yep. all of them are... Yeah, it seems like all of them kind of want them to have a better life and not have to is it because that they are like looking around them and like they've said it a bunch more in first season than the second season but that this is you know that they're they're taught the mobsters time has passed and like the good days are over do you think that has something to do with it yeah 100 percent. i think that's i think you always want something better for your kids and i think that's maybe more of a thing with the boomer generation than it is maybe that their generation because i think the generation before was you join the family business or you get a job or you, you do what your dad does. You, 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 mm-hmm. you know, do that. Then the generation after the boomers were uh, <clears throat> like, Hey, we want better lives for our kids. We want, don't want them to, we want them to be better than us. We don't want them to, you know, grow up the way we did stuff like that. And I think yeah, that's a generational thing. Sure. I think every parent's goal is for their kid to at least be 10% better than they are. Right. Right. Yeah. You hope so, anyway. Right. You hope. I don't so. know if I'm doing. I hope. I, I hope I'm doing. Doing okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think. I think she'll be okay. Just knowing where you're at in life, I think she'll be just fine. Your daughter. We'll see. Oh. That was. I was a half a, a compliment to your daughter and half a slam against you. Yeah. No, I heard it. I got yeah. it. Okay. It was also true. Yeah. It's a little true. A little true. A little true. Let's see. I think. I think. Oh, the only thing that we haven't talked about this episode is uh, Janice stealing Svetlana's leg. Yeah. Um. Which is funny. That was comedy gold, man. It's funny. Russians and legs. Yeah, Russians and legs, and uh, Irina makes her return. And this is like I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I don't know that Janice is here to do anything but cause Tony. She's causing uh, some havoc. Tiny problems. Although yeah. in the next episode, when we pick up with that story, it seems things are about to get a little bit more intense. Mm. I put also Janice. They mentioned that she had a 19-year-old fiance. Yeah, she did. She yeah. Home to. Which She's I didn't kind of realize exactly. Like when they called the house that one time, I didn't realize that that was going to be her fiance. I guess I assumed yeah. that was her son or something. Oh, she is uh, robbing the cradle there. Good for her. Let's Although she just you... left his ass. Yeah, she did. She knows there's money back here. Money in the banana stand, right? Yeah. Oh, um, and then uh, Meadow and Carm. Carm shows up at uh, Meadow's. Yeah, we mentioned that. And that's where AJ kind of looked around. I was like, man, I don't really belong here. Yeah. I think despite Noah being in the right, the, the, the possible boyfriend, despite him being in the right, he's very antagonistic. Yeah, like he doesn't not defending them. I'm just the mom, right? Like, I don't know. Look, I'm I don't know how you deal with that situation, so I don't know. But I don't know. Just like, hey, it's her mom. Just let it. Let them deal with it and leave. Right. Just let her talk to her mother. (laughs) Yeah, you're not doing yourself any favors being this confrontational. mm Hmm. Though, I mean, but know, I, I don't think she totally knows what Tony said either, though. She really doesn't know. No. 
No, and I don't think anybody really... Well, I mean, I guess Meadow probably pretty good idea now, but... Yeah. yeah. It's a very... And then, quite honestly, for Karm not to really, you know... Well, she's always played... I don't really want to be that involved in all this. Right. What's going on, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like she just wants to exactly... check out that hot college ass walking around when she comes in. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, no, she's she's kinda weird about the whole situation as well. Yeah. She's not nearly as, you know, gung ho as Tony, but I don't know that she approves. Or at least it doesn't seem that she wholly approves. She, yeah, she probably doesn't. You know, like But I think it's again, more like situational. Given what your father does, this isn't a great idea. I do like how she dropped the, uh, look, different time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he's from, from a, a different, different time. time. He's from a different time. Look. That makes it all better. Oh, well, when you put it that way, well, okay. okay. Uh, I like uh, AJ's Slipknot jacket. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I wasn't into Slipknot, but that's very of the time. We did it have screen masks. I, I, I wrote that down as well, screen masks. Yep. We're kind of getting to some good... Uh, good of the time stuff right now you know these next couple episodes have a lot of it oh they do they really do so we can go into the next episode yeah let's talk about everything before we talk about the big thing okay i do want to tease that i do i want to i i want to tease i have a fun fact about the rape scene whoa it's probably not a A sentence you want to put together uh no you have a rape fun fact well, it's a rape scene fun fact. It's, you know, it's a, fa- it's a fun fact about the rape scene that you might be interested in. I don't think about that scene in. was fun. Well, I'm not saying the scene was fun, but I do have a fun fact about the scene. Okay. It's a production note about okay. the rape. And it's fun. Okay. But we'll get to that. Well, I'm distancing from this whole conversation. <laughs> distancing. Uh, let's anyway. talk about... I guess really the only stuff there is to talk about is the whole. Um, see, here's what uh, Johnny Sachs. Okay, that's the guy. That's the boss from New York, right? Yeah. Which He's I think we've moving, only met him once or twice before we've this. We've seen him a bunch. Yeah. But he's moving to New Jersey. Close to Tony. And he did not. He did. Yeah. He did not. Did not. Did tell not tell Tony. Tony. So Tony's a bit. And we didn't mention in the last episode. They uh they kind of know that Tony's been having panic attacks. They know that he's had some mental health issues. They mm-hmm. they seem very supportive about it, but Tony doesn't like that they know. Right. You know. And now him moving close to him, he's thinking, mm-hmm. okay, they maybe they're trying to. And they're playing it off as, hey, no, just yeah, you're just moving. You know, it's a uh, school yeah, it's, district. It's school. Wife wants to be close to the family. It's only forty minutes over the bridge, so yeah. you know, it's not bad. You it's know? not bad. So Tony's afraid. Uh, uh, maybe they're getting a little. They're, maybe they're trying to kind of pry into what we're doing. Move in here. on his they're, turf a bit, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah. So we get which, that. of course, we, we get... do see Johnny Slack again a couple more times uh, throughout the episode too. Yeah, they make fun of his wife. They have a whole bunch of wife fat jokes boy those were abrasive weren't they (laughs) they were very abrasive yes like they just they were just kind of talking and then they all went into their fat wife joke series yes and they all had two or three good ones oh they had some good ones and they were funny don't get me wrong but the man yeah then he walks right in and you're just like (laughs) oof oof 
He walks in, the guy we're talking about, but he doesn't know what they're talking right. about. But we're talking about one of the girls. Oh yeah, one of the girls here. Yeah. And I guess something's going on with the with the, the, the I don't know. I I I kind of glaze something over good when they talk about. I kind of glaze over when they talk about like the actual Events. business business. You know. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Any details that <clears throat> that deep into the business, I I just judge if they're happy or sad about it. You're right. Right. Exactly. They are, they seem to be happy, so it must have been they a good did. thing. Something um, about a contract, I don't know. Right. Uh, this is when Ralphie tries to talk with Jackie Jr. and he brings him to beat up a guy that that's hasn't earned, hasn't given him money, right? Sort of. Like so, like I guess the guy was has never been late on a payment, and he was coming on a day like a day he doesn't normally come. Yeah. And then he's just kind of instigating a fight, obviously, right. to, like, show Jackie how things are done. And, uh, you know, he threatens to sh- stick a shish kebab up his ass, which was right. racist, honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably pretty racist. Funny, but racist. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's racist. what the whole show is. Funny, but racist. Funny, but it's funny. It's a little racist. It's funny because it's, it's racist. It's funny because it's racist. Funny racism is still sometimes funny. Yeah. But usually not. Sometimes. It's never funny. Sometimes. Never funny, but... Sometimes look, I did, like, uh, I did like SNL Asian office or Japanese office. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. I liked it. No. Yeah, that was a funny one. Some race stuff is still funny. Especially funny. white look. people humor. Everybody oh, loves man. white people humor. Everyone does, don't they? White people love mayonnaise. Oh my god, that's hilarious. We do, we do. Ugh, got him. We got, got each em. other. Oh my god, we're rich. I actually do like mayonnaise, and I am white, so I'm okay with it. I like a hot mayo. Okay, like you like? Mayo. I like an aioli better than I like yeah. mayo. I like yeah. a like a chipotle mayo. Give me that spice. Okay, okay. You know? If I go chipotle mayo, I'd rather have chipotle ranch though. Mm, okay, okay. Which is also another white thing, ranch. It is a white thing, ranch, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get off this race thing. Okay. Um, uh, I also I also wrote, kind of going back to um, last episode, this is a good, just in general, a general thing here is that uh, The Sopranos is a show that is at the same time, or that is not about food, but at the same time, all about food. Okay, like, last yeah, episode, you're not uh... Last episode, this episode, every episode is just about food. Everyone's eating, You're, everyone's talking about food, dreaming about food, everything. See, everybody thinks that this is a mob drama, but really, it's a Food Network sitcom about the mob. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, everybody take from that what you will, but we've just dialed down Sopranos we to have. a food sitcom. Food and family. About That's the mob. What it should be food called. and family. That's right. Damn, let's... Let's just reproduce Sopranos and call it Food and Family. Food and Fam. Food and Fam. Hell yeah. A little F and F on a Saturday night. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, so Tony finally announces the new, the new captain of R- Richie's old gang or Richie's right. old crew, I guess. Yes. And he he tells Ralphie, you know, I to his face and Ralphie actually seemed to take it pretty well considering, you know, but then you see him talking to Johnny Slack at the party. I can't remember what this party was about. It was a housewarming party. 
Housewarming for Johnny Slack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And they seem to be uh, maybe maybe contriving a plan, possibly. Maybe. maybe. Could be. Could Everyone's be. Everyone's contriving a plan against Tony, you know? It's fair. And it also, uh, I think his paranoia is probably at an all-time high in that regard as well. Well, he's also paranoid about Johnny Slack, you know, that he's moving in. Why right. is he moving here? It's, it's all a deal. You know. Yeah, and now he's talking to the guy that I literally just told yesterday that I'm not, uh, not promoting him. Right. Right. Something to watch uh, out for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is something to take in mind and watch out for. Um, Svetlana got her I, leg black. Look back. She leg did. back. They, a lot of violence towards women in this episode. We uh, get Janice yeah. roped up. And okay. She, yeah. She didn't need to go to the hospital though. No, I like how at the end they're like, yeah, you can go. You can just leave. <laughs> right. You can leave she, now. She was fine. And I, I, how long am I going to have to listen to her talk about God? I don't know. She she goes all over the place. You know, she's one day she's religious, one day she's not. She seems yeah. like she's like always into something new. I did like Tony, like kind of like laying it out to her flat. Like, look, we've been through this. If mm-hmm. you want to, if you want to be a God person, that's fine. But Look, we don't need to hear about it. It's not. Right. <laughs> we've we've all done this before. He did mention something in this scene that is probably going to come back into play. Um, he when, has to do something about the Russians, right? Like he's she's his sister, so now he has to do something about it, right? And uh, I don't think he really wanted to get involved with the Russians. No, no one he probably, wants he, to be involved with the Russians. No, they don't. No one does, unless you're, um, you know. Might fun. as well just move on. Let's just move on. Uh, you know, in, in the um, in the Seppenwall book, we haven't even mentioned Seppenwall yet. So we, we almost that's our contractual obligation is to mention. The I know Seppenwall it's like book. he gets he gets all of our anchor money for this podcast. He does all ten cents of it. Uh, he gets, <laughs> um, and he did mention that like Melfi in her dream, she imagines an attack dog that's loyal. But is Tony really that loyal? You know, is he really that? Because, like, if it gets in the way of starting a war, he's not going to totally do it, even with with his sister, you know? So is right. he really that loyal dog, much of a loyal dog? Uh, I would say I would say he's more, like, I think she's perceiving the, the dog as a loyal dog, but I think more like a protection, because she knows for a fact that if she said anything to him, that it yes. would be taken care of. Right. So I think she's perceiving it as a lo- like as a loyalty, and yeah. I and to an extent he is loyal to her, but mm-hmm. you know it's not in the full definition of the word that we're thinking of in regards to the show. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's let's get into that. Okay. This is uh this is the episode where Melfi gets uh, raped in the stairwell. That's probably right. Do you want my rape fun fact it? now, or do you want it later? Let's just have it now. Okay, so rape fun fact. Um, we don't need to call it that. <laughs> the fun fact about the rape. Okay, we uh, just say... Actually, uh, I have... What? I have, I have actually two. Maybe three. Oh I have three oh. fun facts. Oh, boy. I got a lot of fun facts about the rape. Um, okay. So the fun fact in particular about the scene, about the scene, the fact it's not fun. Uh, Lorraine Bracco did did not use a a body double for the scene. Okay. She wanted to actually partake in the scene, and she actually injured her left shoulder during the scene Ooh. as well. 
Okay. Um, so there's that's fun fact number one. That is a fun fact. About fun the fact scene num- we're talking about. You're right, yeah. Fun fact number two. So as we all know, Lorraine Bracco in uh, uh, Goodfellas. Yes. And her nemesis in Goodfellas was Janice Rossi. Does that does that ring any bells? Um, I don't remember the character. Sure. But sure. So Jay Rossi, right? I see, yeah. Yes. Uh, her attacker's name, Jesus, Jesus Rossi. Rossi. Okay. Right. That's Jay a Rossi. fun fact. That was a fun that fact. that particular scene we're talking about. Okay, uh, so for this episode, Lorraine Bracco also was uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actress Okay, for this episode, but was beat out by Edie Falco in an upcoming episode, Second Opinion. Oh, all right. The writing team won the Emmy for Best, best Writing on this episode. For this episode, okay. Yep, there's my fun facts. Those were some fun facts about this particular See? episode that involves a situation where one of the characters gets assaulted in a sexual manner. Yes. I had fun. <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> now that Back we've to the done that, um, I forgot how brutal uh, the scene was. Dude, it's intense, and I did too. And, and then, like, you think about it being—I guess this is what early two thousand one. That is insane, even for HBO. That's very graphic. That was graphic, and it didn't. It lasted, I think, between the time that she's walking down the stairs and when she's in the hospital, ninety seconds. Really? Yeah. yeah I was about. To, I was about to guess scene. like three or four minutes. No, it is a short scene, but it's done so viscerally, and it's. Her just screaming in agony, and it's it's very effective. It's, it's a very insanely effective. effective. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the details were disgustingly gory. You know, um, yeah, man. And then, good lord, like when she comes back to the office and like walks up the exact stair that she was on yeah. when it happened. Man, I just can't even imagine, this. dude. I just cannot even imagine. No. Like, you know, and you're just angry the whole time because the ju- the justice system is failing them and, you know, nothing's working right. Uh, the guy gets to be let go and they're pissed about it. You know, the her husband is powerless. Like, the, all the men in her life are powerless. Except He's powerless, for but he clenched his fists really hard. He did. And then there's an axe from Tony right after that splicing in between. Yes. Um yeah, but, uh, no, that was great, yeah. great editing right there. She, you know, all the men in her life are powerless except for one, mm-hmm. her husband. Uh, the first thing he says is, oh, he's an Italian. Oh, no. Like, because right. he's very, yeah, again, he doesn't, he's very insecure about it. He, he wants it to be non-Italian. It, it's probably like, it's like when you see a terrorist attack happen, you just like hope it's not, an, uh, not a, a Muslim. Just mm-hmm. please, just okay. don't. <laughs> I think I just discovered why Janice and uh, her husband are annoying to me. Yeah. So most of these characters in this show have, it seems like, multiple layers. They have different uh, different characteristics, different personalities at different times. Whereas Janice and this husband seem to be the same person all the time. Uh, maybe that's what, they're just so different, so different of a character 
than they're all static of the other. characters maybe right or they have yeah. one note <laughs> they just don't have any depth to them yeah which in their side characters are not necessarily meant to have a ton of depth i suppose janice more than her husband obviously yeah i think janice has depth i think some it's just, right now she does not like in this particular time of these last few episodes, she doesn't. She's just being really annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that might have something to do with that. I don't quite. I don't enjoy this character very much because he, he okay. in every episode he's been in, he's had pretty much the same five lines, and now we've just added some stuff about rape. Well, you can say that Livia was like that. I think she was a a better character because they made her a better character. In season one, right. she was a great character, but season two, she was a broken record. Yeah, no, no I suppose you're, 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 that's fair. That's fair. I, I was starting to get kind of annoyed by her, like, fa- it was like a, a soundboard, you know? Yes, I agree. Uh, totally agree. Yeah. And when it and when it became, and then obviously the CGI, we're not really referencing that at this point because it was no. literally a soundboard. Yes, but, it like, was. you know, I mean, it was, like, we've done this. We've already, we've already watched this scene. Right. Um, we Small had, complaints to have about this show. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. And the other uh, part is like what I was saying earlier is I think that his role could have been accomplished by the son and the therapist. I don't think he was that necessary to this episode. <clears throat> I guess so. I I think I don't know though cuz you you have a different relationship with your spouse than you do with your your kid, right? No, I do. And, I understand, but he's not play, he's playing less of a spouse role and more of a protector role, which is what the well, son was doing. That's what she was saying, though, when she was talking to her therapist, that she married a guy ten years her senior, and so she could be protected. She wants to feel protected. And but she could have just said that. We didn't have to have him in the episode. I I kind of disagree. What I'm saying is, is that I don't need him and the therapist doing the exact same thing. Right. I I guess I I kind of disagree. I don't know because. Her talk with her husband is is the one thing, and then she has to. Then it kind of gets analyzed with the therapist. You can't really do it both ways. But they analyze each other all the time, right? So like, I don't know. I just I think mean, it could have been accomplished without him, and they brought him okay. back for this episode. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. we, we, I don't think there's a. Uh, I think there might be like a positive three effect with him out and a net loss of nothing with him in or okay. the other way you know what i mean uh mm-hmm. i don't think you lose anything if he's not there and i don't really think that we gain anything with him being there other than i didn't like him mm-hmm. again personal opinion and it's a very okay. tiny complaint because it yeah, doesn't I, actually i guess i didn't matter. have much of an issue with them no <clears throat> no I, and that's fine it's that's fine so yeah they discover there's an error i guess uh they didn't process the guy right there's some kind of chain of command things. They had to let him go. They knew who it was. They got him. It's the right guy, but they had to let him go because of just some errors in the chain of command. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was interesting. It was sort of a similar... I kind of got a similarity vibe between when... Um, I forgot the guy's name again, but Johnny Sachs doesn't tell Tony that he's coming to New Jersey, and the police officer doesn't tell... Or the detective doesn't tell Melfi that she's doing something. She's going to juvenile. Like they don't right. miss miscommunication there. And, yeah. and so she has a dream where she is getting some, uh, from a dispenser. She is getting some Coke from a dispenser and using, and I, and I guess, uh, except while well, I analyze it, a dispenser is, you know, literal dispenser to dispose of something mm-hmm. getting, uh, using 
bad money, uh, macaroni to get something and your hand gets stuck. <clears throat> and I think also there's another sort of layer, not just that she needs help and, you know, the, the attack dog, the, I guess the Rottweiler, right? Sure, maybe. Not a not a dog uh, expert. Or St. Bernard or... It was a large dog that people perceive to be vicious. Right. It starts barking at her, and she thinks that it's a danger to her, but no, really, it's uh, it's uh, protecting her. Mm-hmm. And the dog, and there is also a sign that says uh, "high voltage caution." Danger, high voltage. Danger, high voltage. Uh, interpreted to, to one way is interpreting it as, you know, this is she wants. She knows she can get. Tony Soprano to pretty much sick on this guy that did this to her. Mm-hmm. Another another caution is that is using in general just using this power is is you can right. get stuck you know in, in a horrible place because she's already been in danger before and she kind of puts herself in danger even associating with Tony and if she uses uses his power it's danger to her she could get stuck in a bad place well and then they talked about it we talked about it last in the last episode and they talked about it in the last episode about her getting you know a little too caught up in his whole deal you know what i mean like uh she's she's getting a thrill out of the whole thing and then you know she's supposed to not to like be kind of working, working through that to not, yeah. not have that anymore. And if she ends up basically calling out a hit on somebody, well, that's, that's kind of like the last, the last, uh, last wall to fall, you know, like yeah. the floodgates will, could open up after that, whatever that means. Right. And yeah, it was a very powerful episode. Cause you know, you kind of want her to be like, yeah, they're here. This is the, this is what happened. This is the guy. Um, Tony seemed a little oblivious by everything, like you would think. He Until would. the end, when he yeah. clearly he knows something's wrong. But he um, doesn't. Does he not realize these injuries she has? Maybe, or, and how she was flinching and uneasy, and she was crying. I think that's beforehand. what's making what made him like, you know, do what he did at the end when he's like comforting right. her and things like that. I don't like her flinching. Clearly, sent signals to him that something is more wrong than she's saying. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely, also, I think he's intelligent enough to pick up those social cues. Right. I also heard a theory that Tony uh, hires someone to do this <clears throat> so that he would kind of be able to control her. Hmm. I don't know about that. <clears throat> you know, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know either. Because he's in that. and out of even wanting to be there, and right now right. he seems pretty gung ho about wanting to be there. Yeah, so but I don't she, know. She wants to pass him off, right? I suppose she wants to pass him off to a um, a behavioral doctor. And yeah, I don't think so. I heard that um, theory, but I don't know if it has legs. It's one of those deals where, like, I don't necessarily think he would never do something like that. But I don't right. think he did something like that. You know I what I mean? I don't think he would have someone rape her. No, and I think he seemed genuinely concerned for her yes. well-being in the end of right. this episode. Yeah, I do too. Well, he would have been genuinely concerned for her well-being in general. He, that's, he doesn't want her to be attacked. He doesn't want her to be killed. But he no. wants her to be manipulated maybe to have him stay. You know, to not pass him off. Maybe. 
Yeah. I don't no, know. I don't know. I, I, I don't find a whole lot of credence in that. Okay. Yeah, I don't either, but I've heard that theory. But again, I wouldn't put it past him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Seems like if that did maybe happen, he even said like, like, it would yeah, crop up later. I think so, too. And I think if it was... if, Yeah, because we've seen him do similar things, and it goes mm-hmm. too far, and he gets pissed at the person. And so right. I don't think... And also, this guy has nothing to do with the mob. He had no priors. He was just a random guy. And so does she not month, bring it... She never brings it back up to him. To, about that? I don't believe so, yeah. no. I don't really? think so. Okay, see, I, I yeah. feel like I remember her bringing it up but i i, I don't like i'm very very fuzzy um Ploy yeah man like month, yeah this was a they're on a hot streak like other than episode two which i thought I'm was talking bad a, yeah it's not bad none of them are bad it just wasn't like one of my favorites but okay. they're on like like a four or five episode like run of brilliance in my opinion mm-hmm. <laughs> um sure you know, dating back to the last couple episodes last season. And then you go through the, the premiere this year, the second part, which we both discussed. It's not my favorite, but still good. Uh, Fortunate Son and Employee of the Month. I mean, they are heavy hitting us with yeah. just insanely good content. Great story, great acting, great editing. I mean... This, I feel uh, like we come in here and slobber over all over this <laughs> show every do. week, but it's we amazing. Like it's be contrarians and say it sucks. This sucks, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna be that person. Um, I do love the ending, and I, and I love it. it it's kind of true to her character. Uh, she doesn't pick the easy way; she picks the right thing to do. Even though mm-hmm. I think we all, I think everybody, I think all the audiences wanted her to say yes. I think that might have made the best drama. You know. That might have been mm-hmm. make the best TV <clears throat> if she said yes, but it's more true to her character to say no. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of goes into she, all the men in her life she can't say no to, you know, mm-hmm. and or she says no, but they ignore her. But, you know, that's, this is the one time she says no and and it, it really means something. Um, right. Also, it cuts to black right after she says no. And I read that it was the first time they ever cut just cut to black. Really? After, yeah. Uh, there will be another time where they cut to black that we'll definitely talk course, about at the end. The most but, famous cut to black of all time. Yes. But this was the first uh, first cut to black in the whole series. And yeah, I thought that was powerful. It, it was really well done. You know, and it didn't... Because there's also been like a... And I was reading in the Subwall book, he mentions there's there's been a lot of like kind of rape scenes and shows to be shocking and, mm-hmm. and to kind of cause conflict. I, I don't know why, but this one seemed like it was done very well. And maybe because it it wasn't, I don't know, like it, it wasn't done sexually at all. I think like yeah. Game of Thrones, they did it a little more tent, like tantalizing. I, didn't they do a, like a, it was a little more risque, but this one seemed like it was brutal. It was not sexy at all. It wasn't suggestive. It was... Trying to think of the rape you're talking about on Game of Thrones. I Um, remember uh, Sansa uh, almost getting raped. It was uh, Jamie and Cersei. Oh, yeah. It was like a, you know, one of those scenes where it's not like fully like attack, but it's, you know, the, oh, I don't really want to. Yeah, I'm doing it anyway kind of scene. Right. And that was also like at the end of that scene, everybody was kind of like, did he just rape her? 
Yeah. Is that what I just watched? Whereas this yeah, yeah. was a clear, you know, this a clear was clear. Offense. There was no debate. This no, I can't. Scene. I mean, I'm trying to think. I think there's a rape scene, and this is going to sound funny, but in uh, Lonesome Dove, that's oh, pretty gnarly, yeah. well, especially for like national television. Mm-hmm. Um, then I guess, you know, you've got the, uh, what was the Netflix show, 13 Reasons Broomstick Rape? Yeah. Oh, that was, I, I didn't actually that. watch that, but I've been told about it. Uh, and it's supposed to be pretty gnarly. Uh, but that this well, was like, one of the most heavy-handed depictions of rape that I can remember in yeah, major it, media. I think, you know, and I'm sure people will disagree, and they can disagree, you know, that I think it was done very well. And I think they handled it very well and handled her response to it very well. And what it, it was very much focused on her, you know. I, think I apologize really for my child screaming in the background. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. It's all good, man. Um we're doing this from home now, man. Different world, right? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, anyway. Um Yeah, man, I, I quite I quite enjoyed these two episodes. Thought they were very, very, very strong. Yeah, I did too. Alright, so you have your you have your scrubs list. We wanted to do a little mini episode maybe next week where we talk yeah. about scrubs. So I love Scrubs. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes. Um, it was really, really difficult. I wanted to put together a top five. Uh, I have seven, <laughs> uh, and I actually have ten. But okay. here's my top five, and then I'll give you give you the the really the seven, the sixth and seventh third together. So number five is my fifteen seconds. It's uh, season seven, episode seven. Kelso, uh, Dr. Kelso pierces his eardrums. It's a really funny episode. My Screw-Up, uh, Season 3, Episode 14. This is the Brendan Fraser episode. Okay, he's that's the one friends. I remember, and he's not yep. alive throughout the whole episode, right? And that's when you get right. the How to Save a Life at the end. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's uh, a little corny, but okay. Okay, like here's the thing about... I like the about... show. I like the show a lot. Like, yes, it yeah, is. no. I mean like, that endearingly. It's, it no, does the I, whole... No, so like most of my favorite episodes are kind of like the corny, sad ones. <laughs> okay, okay. But they're just oh, no. filled with such good comedy as well. And they're just yeah. emotional, so I like them. No, sure, uh, yeah, but, definitely. And that one actually kind of surprised me how much I liked it. Because I actually yeah. had... Uh, my catalyst season three episode 12 the michael j fox episode oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember that one. i had that one in that slot but i watched them back to back and i like the brendan fraser one a little bit better was it how to save a life that was playing? yes it was okay oh, it was okay. <laughs> in the brendan fraser okay. episode and i think yeah. we've all made sad school projects in which uh you've put that on there where did i go wrong alone, friend? <laughs> uh number three yeah this is a two-pack, so if you want to watch the episode directly before it, you can. But My Fallen Idol, uh, Season 5, Episode 21. Is that Dr. Cox when he was an yeah. alcoholic? Okay. Yeah. Uh, sort of. So, like, after he had three patients die on him, and then okay. he comes into drunk in this episode. It's a two-parter. You can watch Episode 20 if you want, but it is Season 5, Episode 21. Okay. Uh, number two. This is, I love this episode. This one's not sad, but it is very, very corny. My music. Uh, so woman, I never watched the music one. I know well, you the need songs. To watch it. It's I'm quite not, good. I don't think I've watched the music. I, maybe I have. I don't remember. But I know it's Guy Love Between Two Guys. That's the, that's the main yes, one. Yes, Guy Love. Yeah. It's Guy Love. 
uh yeah my musical season six episode six okay uh and then my favorite episode of scrubs all time do you want to take a guess um there's a bunch but you know ooh, there's a lot of episodes of that show man it's the one I think this where is, uh this is a pretty obvious one i think is it the one where they find out the janitor was in the movie uh um the, the fugitive the no fugitive. but i do uh just outside my top 10 like 12 okay. uh no uh my old lady season one episode four it's like the nicest old lady in the world and she's like refusing uh refusing cancer treatment or something like that mm-hmm. and they go through a giant list of jd's things that she, he thinks everybody should do before they die and she's done it all it's uh-huh. a, it's a good lesson um okay. So my bonus episodes, and I didn't put this in here, but we talked about it a few weeks ago when I when we discussed doing this. My finale. It's a two-parter. Uh, in my opinion, it's one of the best sitcom finales of all time. It is two hours, or it's two two episodes. I didn't want to put it in my top five, but it's fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, some of the other ones that didn't quite make my list. My Lunch, season five, episode 20. Very, very good. Uh, like I said earlier, my catalyst, the Michael J. Fox episode, my long goodbye, the Laverne uh, dying episode, super super good. And then one that's really funny that I like is my Jiggly Ball. Uh, every, uh, the janitor convinces JD that Jiggly Ball is a real sport, and the whole hospital goes along with it because he won't admit that he doesn't know uh, something. And mm-hmm. at the end, they all throw Jiggly Balls at him. It's hilarious. It's oh, great. All so right, that's that's, uh, that's my list. Uh, how do you like it? How do you like it? Um, whenever we drop this episode, I'll tweet out the list, and then I guess next Tuesday, me and you will convene and we'll do a uh, do a little Scrubs episode, L- little Scrubs cast, super. Yeah, scrubs and do cast any extra homework that you want. It's five episodes that I'm requiring, but it's an awesome show, scrubs and I kind of want to just I just want to talk about the show, and I'll just kind of sure. give you a sampling to 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 watch. So. Yeah, uh, that should yeah. be fun. That That'll be fun. our bonus content next week. Bonus content, and we'll watch the next three episodes this time, right? Okay, three. sure. Yeah, for for our late or for our uh, I guess early week after next episode. Right. So we got Scrubs, and then uh, three episodes of The Sopranos next week. Well, yep. thanks to everyone listening. Uh, I'm Trey, and that's Travis, and uh, we'll see you next week with more Sopranos and Scrubs. And you can Yay. find the, the stuff on Cray Trade Vids on Twitter and at Travis Mejia on Twitter. At Travis M1310 on Twitter. Thank Travis you. M1310. All right. We'll see you.